the Proverbs of Solomon from LetGodBeTrue.com Proverbs chapter 21 and verse 16 The man that wandereth out of the way of understanding shall remain in the congregation of the dead. Hear the words of God in Solomon again. The man that wandereth out of the way of understanding shall remain in the congregation of the dead. There is only one way to live. If you wander from that way, you give up a life of joy and peace for a living death of misery and trouble. You can die more than one way. There is a living death. Sinners around you are functionally dead without the abundant life God planned for His children. There is only one way to serve and worship the true God. If you wander from that strict way, you give up a church with spiritual life for one that is a lifeless carcass, no matter how much noise they create with amplifiers and light with strobes. You, like the dog and sow, have returned to the vomit and mire of human opinion and practice. The only way to live is the straight and narrow way that leads to life. It is not exciting to your lusts. It is not popular to the world. But it is right, and it rejoices the holy desires of a saved spirit. It is the way surveyed by the wisdom of Scripture and paved with the solid rock of God's sayings. Any other way is a slippery slope to hell. If you build your house, the house of your life, on the Bible's teachings, you will have a life that easily stands amid the storms that batter others. It is the way of understanding. But if you build in the sands of human opinion, the storms will wash your house away. Heresies will blow in and show you never had a godly foundation. You will never stand against the storm of God's holy and just wrath in the day of judgment. Of course, no man chooses to wander into the swamp named Death. He changes the name of the swamp to Right Way or My Way. He presumes his directions are better. Every way of a man is right in his own eyes. To stay in the way of understanding, you must hate your opinions and love God's precepts instead. Abram took his nephew Lot from pagan Chaldea to the land of Canaan. Lot saw firsthand the wonderful relationship between God and his uncle. But Lot moved his family toward the wicked city of Sodom, and he ended up ruined in a cave with his two daughters pregnant with his children. These five were the congregation of the dead. The only way to serve and worship God is by the Bible. Men have tried everything from burning their children alive to worshiping crows, dogs, and bugs. All of it is repulsive and disgusting dung, no matter how sincere the blinded pagan is that did it. If it is not according to Scripture, it is not good enough, no matter the character or conduct or popularity of the worshiper. Of course, no church chooses to wander into a swamp named Death. They change the name of the swamp to Right Way, or Our Way, or New Way. They presume they are more pleasing to God than the old way of doing things. They call it contemporary and casual and exciting worship. They want to improve on the Bible and 
help the Lord out. Their thoughts and motives stink. God demands they seek for the old paths. Jeremiah 6, 16 and Jude 1, verse 3. The church at Corinth thought spiritual gifts would cover their errors. They allowed internal strife, preacher cliques, self-glorification, fornication among their membership, lawsuits, easy divorces, abuses of liberty, no giving, association with pagans, short hair on women, long hair on men, contentions, abuse of the Lord's Supper, pride in gift-giving and spiritual gifts, little real love, speaking in tongues, women preachers, rejection of the resurrection, and little care of the poor. These were some of the errors of the church at Corinth. Many of these are common errors in churches today. But God judged this apostolic church by striking its church members weak, sick, and dead. You can read it in 1 Corinthians 11.30. Many of the church members at Corinth were weak, sickly, and many had died premature deaths. God is serious about his worship. And Paul unloaded on them with his first epistle, which Christians have read about that terrible church for near 2,000 years. This was easily the worst church in the New Testament and nothing to glory about. They had wandered from the way of understanding and become the congregation of the dead. Never had a church made more noise for Jesus than the church at Corinth. Never had a church been more confident the Holy Spirit was working among them. Never had a church presented the gospel louder. And they were right. But the big and fatal problem was that their Jesus, Spirit, and gospel were the wrong ones. For the ministers urging them on were actually on the devil's payroll as lying false teachers. You can read all this in 2 Corinthians chapter 11. Moving on. The church at Rome that Paul commended in his epistle to them became the great whore of the revelation, filled with every foul spirit and unclean and hateful bird. It astonished the apostle John greatly. How did it happen? How could an apostolic church become the bloodthirsty, fornicating Antichrist church and brothel of Rome? They left the precepts of Scripture for the opinions of the so-called church fathers. She started down a road to the swamp that now includes every abomination known to man. What does God say to any saints left in that church or her daughter churches? Come out of her, my people. Revelation chapter 18, 4. They should leave the congregation of the dead to find the abundant spiritual life of righteousness and truth in a local church of Jesus Christ. What happened? How did it get started? Did the pastor seek prestige because his church was in the empire's capital city? Did calling himself a priest comfort the pagans? Did the title Pontifex Maximus make Caesar-worshipping Romans happy? Did a trial infant baptism comfort some mothers? Did pretending the bread was the literal body and blood of Christ increase attendance at communion? Did praying to Mary one Sunday morning bring tears to a few mothers' eyes? Did a beautiful statute bring craftsmen as members? Did asking the women to confess to their priests bring voyeuristic pleasure? 
Did keeping the pagan holidays of Rome with Christian names bring in even more pagans? Did sprinkling for baptism save some embarrassment when the pastor forgot to fill the baptistry? Did an organ bring the musically inclined to church? What happened? They compromised themselves to death. The wanderer ends up in the swamp of death by a single wrong first step. All sin starts with just one wrong thought. All heresy is by incremental compromise. All cults begin with one lie. All false arguments begin with one lying premise. Dear listener, where have you taken one or more steps away from the right way? Repent! Where has your church compromised one precept of Scripture? Repent! For it is the only way back on the right way. If you do not correct it, you are lost. You will remain in the congregation of the dead. Off just one degree of angle in the beginning may only be inches of error. But the farther you travel that false line, it becomes miles of error. Only Scripture can make the man of God, a pastor, perfect in every good work. All the inventions today are without truth, for men have left sound doctrine for fables. They have left off loving God to love the pleasures of life. They have a form of godliness by meeting on Sundays, but they have no clue of his jealous authority and demanded reverence. These loud, obnoxious, arrogant so-called Christians fulfill Paul's warning of perilous times in 2 Timothy chapters 3 and 4. These churches are congregations of the dead. No matter how many fill their complexes, to foam out their shame with Christian rap. The church at Ephesus had many things to commend it, but they had lost their first love and were about to lose the Holy Spirit, which would leave them a dead carcass. Revelation chapter 2, verses 1 through 5. These modern megachurches never had the good things Ephesus did, so they are deader and longer so. The new way they have found is the way to dead religion, no matter how lively it appears. The high they obtain from their ear-crushing rock and roll, jump-up-and-shout services, does not last. They are joyless shells chasing carnal pleasures. They do not even know the God of the Bible. God measures by doctrine, practice, and purity. They measure by decibels, popularity, and pleasure. They went out from apostolic Christianity because they were never truly part of it and the unregenerate fill their membership. If a man leaves the way of Christ's wholesome sayings at all, he does not know what he is talking about. He knows nothing at all if 1 Timothy 6 verses 3 through 5 are true. What are all wise persons to do with either a wandering man or a wandering church? Get away from him or it. Read 2 Timothy 3.5 for the words, From such, turn away. Read 1 Timothy 6.5 for the words, From such, withdraw thyself. They are living among the tombs. Get away from them. They have good words and fair speeches to deceive the simple, but they are mere belly worshippers. Romans 16.18 How can you know? If they do anything contrary to the teaching of the New Testament, Romans 16, 17. What should you do about them? Mark 
and avoid them. Romans 16, 17. God's few true saints must stand fast and hold the traditions taught by the apostles. This is the way of understanding. Ah, faithful listener, should you gloat pompously that you love the truth and are secure in the way of understanding? God forbid. Your brother Paul would tell you not to be high-minded, but rather to fear. He would tell you to fear, lest you should come short of God's promises as well as those you are observing. He would tell you that too much confidence in yourself will bring your own failure and fall. Humble yourself before God. The whole world has wandered out of the way of understanding since the Garden of Eden, and they shall congregate with the hordes in hell for an eternal death. While God made man upright and good, man has sought out many inventions to corrupt God's ways. Ecclesiastes 7.29 Almighty God destroyed them all with a flood in Noah's time, and it will be with unquenchable fire and fervent heat the next time. America has wandered out of the way of godliness, righteousness and justice into the fatal swamp of abortion, child rebellion, divorce for any cause, euthanasia, evolution, labor unions, prohibition of prayer, prohibition of the Ten Commandments, sodomy, wicked entertainment, and witchcraft. The death knell is sounding unless the nation repents and God has mercy to forgive America for her many and heinous sins. Many so-called Christians are finding comfort and assurance in their exploding megachurches where the light shows, loud music, crowd manipulation, large numbers, social activities, community projects, volunteer ministries, and rock star pastors tell them that all is well. They have no more basis for their confidence than Judas Iscariot. These who have wandered out of the way of understanding will appeal to all their religious activity and numbers when they stand before Jesus Christ, but he will declare that he never knew them. The Lord Jesus Christ, the only way, the truth, and the life, is the only way back to the Father. Cast yourself upon his mercy today. There is another congregation in heaven. It is the congregation of the living. It has a membership no man can number. It has countless angels serving it. It is the megachurch of Almighty God. It is the bride and kingdom of Jesus Christ. All the saints are there. Will you join them by falling before the Lord Jesus Christ in humble obedience to follow his straight and narrow way? You need to find a local church of Jesus Christ that follows the Bible rules for New Testament doctrine, practice, worship, and private lifestyle without compromise or invention of any kind. There are only a few of these churches, and they will be few in membership compared to the worldly monstrosities of carnal Christianity now sweeping the religious world. But you will be in close union to those martyrs and others that kept the commandments of God and stayed in the way of understanding. Amen.